episode number 142 of the Tarn Running Shorts podcast, hosted by Tom Bryan, myself, Kyle Gregg. So, Tommy, as always, we've got a new a new one-liner this time. It's uh, it's all about Tommy's background. So, <laughs> right behind you, Tommy, we have the 2014 Boston Marathon. Now, what? Why have you chosen this background for tonight's show? It's Patriots Day, is it not? Is it? I think it's Patriots Day. I'm uh, maybe I'm. I'm, I'm uh, uh, it's Monday. It's Marathon Monday. <laughs> Marathon Mondays, good, good save, Tom. Good, yeah, good Marathon. Save, uh, it's uh, oh no, sorry, I'm a week early. I'm a week early. It's next <laughs> week. What disaster! Oh, this mate, it's been a long oh, day. It was a, uh, it's been a long day today with work. So yeah, apologies, we're a week early. The, well, let the me keep up then, listeners. Exactly. So in a week's time, I want to know who's running a. I've actually thought about it. I seriously considered. Just running a marathon on Patriots Day. I thought it was today, and I thought I missed the oh, opportunity. Man. So maybe I can next week. <laughs> right, scrap uh, that. How are you doing, Kyle? Oh, I, you know what? You've just brightened my day up. Uh, that, that's for sure. It's it's, it's great to have you. Um, yeah, it's it's great that I'm not the only doofus on Tartan running shorts. Um, but I'm 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 doing well. I'm doing well. Um, I I suppose uh, my my exciting news is I've been I've been eager to. Um, to reveal what my exciting news is for a while, you know, it's uh, drum roll. Have it. <laughs> the drum roll. Look at that. <laughs> so um, yeah, so my my circumstances in in my career have have slightly changed. Um, I'm now the the fundraising manager for Athletics Trust Scotland, which I'm absolutely delighted by. You know, I've been in the role for about just over four weeks now, um, and essentially what I'm going to be doing is to to support the ongoing development of athletics in Scotland through, you know, the charity is going to help all ages and abilities across Scotland uh, to participate, contribute and excel in all aspects of, of athletics. And yeah, there's kind of three main sort of strands of our objectives in the trust. So that's going to be to transform lives through athletics and running, targeting medals and uh, to strengthen communities through athletics and running. Um, so yes, yeah, you know they're meaty things to to really uh, to try and deliver on, and uh, yeah, but I'm you know I'm I'm at the forefront of trying to you know push that forward. We've got a fantastic um, you know we've got fantastic board of trustees, uh, none other than Ian Beatty, the the chair, who obviously is the chair of Scottish Athletics at the moment. He's going to be standing down, and uh, you know uh, for Scottish Athletics, and he's he's going to have. Um, David Ovens, isn't it? So it is indeed, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so he's going to be, yeah. So anyway, so Zian Beatty, who's the chair of the trustee, you know, chair of the trust, and uh, we've got Ailey Doyle on the board as well. Uh, Joanna Butterfield, uh, MBE, a Paralympic champion as well, world champion, and also European record holder in athletics for their fifty-one club throw. Uh, so yeah, it's, it's exciting to have her on her on, on the board. Uh, Paddy Burns as well, who's the chief executive and co-founder of 4J Studios Limited, um, which is the yeah, it's a BAFTA-winning British video game, which some people might know of as uh, Minecraft. And uh, you know, finally on the board, we've got Mark Monroe, who is currently was the CEO of of Scottish Athletics and is now the. Um, development director of of uk athletics so we've got a real exciting uh you know team at the trust and uh yeah i'm, I'm hugely uh excited to be part of it to to drive the the sport forward in a, a sustainable way and, and to support some of the projects and 
and hopefully, you know, the, the, the idea of the trust is to, um, you know, operate for the benefit of the public as a non-profit distributing charity as well. So, you know, it's, it's, it's hopefully going to allow people to, you know, apply for, for, for grants and funds uh, as, as the tr trust grows. So what I'm going to say now is, um, you know, we've, I've managed to, to get a hold of Ian Beattie, who's going to just jump on and say a few words about the trust. Saves me rambling. So yeah, here's Ian B. Okay, so we have Ian B on the show. Who's uh, yeah, he's the, the chair of the the Athletics Trust Scotland. So Ian, thanks for coming on the show, and it's uh, it's great to have you on. You know, it's, I think we were mentioning uh, earlier. It's this is I think this is a hat trick uh, that you've been on on tartan running shorts now and. In you know potentially various capacities from you know the being the chair of Scottish Athletics uh, to being the, the organizer of the West Highland Way and, and now the chair of uh, Athletics Trust Scotland. So it's uh, you know a man of many hats. Uh, so <laughs> but you know certainly a, a real ambassador to to our sport. So what I wanted to to do was just to get you on, just to you know chat briefly about you know, the, the kind of how the, the trust was founded. Um, obviously, I know all this, but it's more for the listeners to, you know, give them an understanding of, of why the trust, uh, Athletics Trust Scotland was was formed. Uh, yeah, thank you very much, Kyle. And it's, it's great to have you on board with the trust as well. I'm looking forward to seeing what we can do with it. Yeah. It, it. The trust concept came about, I think, probably just from some discussions I had with, Mark Monroe, when he was chief executive, about he, it was some of the planning and looking at the dependence that Scottish athletics has, like many governing bodies, on public funding. And what ha this was long before COVID, but what happens if that public funding gets cut because sport's not seen as a priority? How do we keep doing all of the things we want to do? Can we look at other sources? And, and that kind of developed into a could, could we look at a, a charitable type type of organisation where people could give money, could leave money? Maybe similar the model that we spoke about a bit was the universities who raise a lot of, of money in that way. Yeah. So we took that to the board and general agreement about the concept being quite good. We wanted to set it up properly as a, as a registered charity, which meant it had to have a separate board while... It has to have a very close relationship with Scottish athletics. It has to sit alone with separate control. So that was all put into place in quite a long process. And uh, we, we then needed somebody to, to to be involved in the ongoing work for development fund. You came in at, at that stage and you then developed the website and so on. And we've got to this point now where delighted to see we've been able to launch launch the website which is really important launch some of the social media around that and hopefully launch the concept of what we're trying to do we're, we're trying to support the development of athletics in scotland develop some community type projects some facility type projects there will be a lot of things that we hope we're able to support to continue the progress that athletics in scotland has made Brilliant, brilliant. Well, yeah, I mean, you know, it's, it's, it's such a, you know, a wide range of projects that we, we, you know, the Trust is going to support. And there's some short-term kind of goals that we've got, short-term aspirations and some long-term aspirations. And, um, you know, I know, you know, obviously there's the 
potentially having a national facility that can can really ha- be the the kind of the home for for our sport and in, in from a you know having a 400 meter indoor track to uh which isn't there isn't one in in europe i don't think at the moment and that in itself is going to be you know hugely you know be, be amazing to have in scotland um so you know that's some of the things that we'd be looking to to support and obviously you know a, a wide range of 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 people in our sport as well from you know athletes to officials to volunteers so it's uh yeah it's it's sort of all all encompassing but you know those those particular projects um will kind of hopefully be be pretty pretty clear once we start you know getting some funds in and we can start funding and supporting some of these you know kind of athletes and and clubs and organizations and groups yeah i think that i think that's right i think that there's the it probably shows the range of what we do in Scottish athletics and athletics generally in Scotland, where we've got some really talented athletes who we'd like to support as part of that journey. There's the facilities issue you've just mentioned, which is really important. I mean, particularly when you get a you get a tough winter, you get in training facilities. Yeah. We're lucky with the Emirates, but it's very much an events type of facility if we could get another indoor facility fantastic and and there's a lot of community type projects as well where we'd like to make a difference in terms of getting more people to come into the sport more involved through the likes of the groups and the jog scotland side and hopefully coming through to the clubs as well so so i think there's a lot i think that's one of the exciting bits there's the the sort of trying to generate the funding for that and then what we do with the funding so there's the two sides to it which i think are going to be exciting to see where we go Brilliant. Well, Ian, thank you so much for coming on the show just to tell us a little bit about it. It's brilliant, you know, brilliant to work uh, with you to to grow the trust. And yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing what we can do with it. So brilliant. Thank Thank you you very much and good luck. Thanks, Ian. Thanks for coming on again. That's a hat trick for Ian, and it's really exciting to hear about this new initiative. I know it's from you know from what I've heard from Kyle, from what I've read, it's uh, you know it's independent of Scottish Athletics. It's working really closely with Scottish Athletics. Obviously, the the same the same goals of promoting and developing the sport in Scotland. And yeah, I'm really excited to hear hear more uh, from uh, the horse's mouth from you, Kyle, in terms of how the <laughs> go, yeah. how, how you're tapping up all these. Uh, <laughs> All the wealthy uh, people of Scotland for their cash. Well, well, that's you know, there's various strands to the you know, there's various strands to the trust and um, you know, various ways that you can get involved in in the trust as well. And yeah, you know, I'm, for me personally, you know, I've been in the sport for thirty odd years and um, you know, in various uh, capacities. And you know, it's it's a great for me. It's a it's a real um, it's it's a fantastic career move for me. You know, I've, I was at ASV for almost a decade, working there as a charity. So I hope hopefully I'm you know I'm certainly going to be bringing a lot of um, you know skills that are relevant to the charity. And I think most of all, you know, you know what we're like, Tommy. We're we're passionate about the sport, and and hopefully you know certainly uh, will will certainly help in in growing the trust. I would hope so. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, looking forward to it. So yeah. Other than that, you know, I'm I'm in a good mood. You know, I'm 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 buzzing for the future. Um, I've 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 got like a little bit of a a, a, a kind of penciled in some some potential races that might actually happen. Oh uh, wow! 
So, so you know, I haven't really talked about you yet, but uh, it is what it is. You know, you get your Tommy's uh, Tommy in Paris last week, so uh, I've got nothing to. I've got I've got nothing to talk about this week. It's been uh, nothing well, to talk about. Well, well, I'll t- I'll reveal my two potential races now. Uh, the first one, Mozart 100, is is still on wow. the cards, and the reason for that is it's been pushed back to September. Um, okay. Which, which in a way is, 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 you know, it's one of the, one of my favorite races. It's such a great atmosphere. I love Salzburg. It's just running in the, the hills and I always tend to do quite well there, you know, and the, the, it's part of the ultra trail world too. And I've, I've always, you know, getting the top five each time I've, I've gone there. Uh, How many times have you run it now? You, you run it twice now? Twice now. Yeah. Nice. So going for the hat trick as, you know, like, Ian uh-huh. nice. uh, you know, good things coming through, hopefully. So hopefully we can get a, you know, a, a higher you know, a higher position than the last time. Uh, and then the second potential aim, now, I haven't really thought, maybe I haven't thought this route through yet, but we, there's the Anglo-Celtic plate that's uh, mm-hmm. 100k that's going to be taken, you know, it's going to be in Ireland this year. Now, one the, the one caveat is there's a selection um, and, you know, I, I, I meet the qualification to, to get in the Scottish team, but, you know, hopefully I get picked for the team. And if, you know, is, there's a, there's a, a real, um, there's a real quality of ultra runners in the male and the female categories at the moment, and you know, there's some people knocking on the door of, of you know, personally that I would, I would think should be getting in the team, and and that, you know, that's over five, five, uh, five individual men. That's that's for sure. So, you know, fingers crossed to get picked for the team, and if if so, then you know, I'm going to be trying to. Um, yeah, make 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 some improvements to my my third place at the, uh, you know, two years ago at the British Championships. So so that's it's given me a little bit of, of mojo back again, Tommy. You know, it's uh, very exciting. It's uh, I, I feel like I should start, you know, getting into some serious shape and and training. You know, lose lose a few pounds here and there, and uh, you know, just get that 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 bounce back in my step that I've I've been missing for about a year. You know. Uh, this is dangerous times, though. You've you've suddenly your mojo suddenly back just as you've started work again. What? I mean, this is are you, this is going to be uh this is the this is this and I I, I sympathise because I just as I've started going back into the office, I've started thinking right, I want to get training and and I'm like FFS. I've started realising how actually pretty sweet a deal working from home has been for training. Oh, you know, oh, you'll uh, be fine yeah. though. Yeah. So so yeah, that's my that's my news, folks. Um. But what about you then? You know, what's uh, you know, what's what's it looking like for you? Is it still are you still you know un- under under quarantine and not quarantine, but in lockdown? Yeah, in, confinement. In oh, con- although as the, I think the French treat it a bit like confinement, confinement. There's not much. Uh, <laughs> there's there's really not much evidence that there's any sort of uh, quarantine ongoing here. But I can't. I mean, last week I had a pretty easy week, so there's nothing really interesting to say. Did a session on Saturday, and the main feeling from that was I went into it like desperate to hit splits I hit last year when I was in shape and I didn't and I just felt like crap and I and I reflected on it when I was doing my sort of training diary if you like at the end of the week and I was like you know I need to just accept where I am now and work in like that work in the zones I'm in now rather than push to run to hit splits I did last year um which anyway it was a pretty it was a pretty light session as well five by a minute the 3k tempo five by a minute and yeah, I just in the tempo in the middle, I was just uh, I went out a bit too hot. Um, and knowing that I've just done a half, I should know better. I should know where I'm at. Um, I got a really good long run on Sunday. I uh, went up uh, out to there's a forest on the south side of Paris. I went down there and had a great, really enjoyed it. 32k, so 20 miles. Just picked, oh, nice. picked, up, the, picked up the pace in the last 10, 
6k um six minute miling so i felt i felt like i was pleased that was another takeaway after the race i thought i need to get back to the long runs because i know i work well off long runs with a bit of effort in there and you know i, I know what works for me I, I just need to chase that so um yeah, so not much news. I've entered. Uh, obviously, uh, listeners will know London's my the only thing. I've got, London and Antrim are the next things in the calendar for me. Is in there in the summer, but uh, I also entered the Paris Marathon last week. Oh, did you? I, well, I got an early discount, so I thought oh, I can get an entry for fifty euros. I'll enter. So I've entered fifty euros. That's not bad, is it? It's not bad. Yeah, it's not bad. So um, you get you get a refund as well if it's cancelled for COVID. So that's so it's two weeks after London. My current plan is to do London, and then if it goes plan then i'll run paris as i kind of just roll the dice see how it goes or a victory lap one the two and if i if london for whatever reason i can't get home or there's issues at least i've got a backup so. oh nice oh that's exciting eh mm. well your training's been going well though i see you're back on the bike eh you know you mentioned that you were uh the commute yes the commute the good old fixie is it yeah the good old fixie although single i've, I've flipped the hub so i'm on single speed now um Anyway, yeah, I was in, in and out on the bike today, and I figure it's not a bad way to get, you know, 40 minutes in total, 25 in, oh, 45, 25 and 20 back, so that's good. But you know what, instead of me and you talking about races we might do, let's bring in a couple of guests who uh, Kyle um, managed to get on the show tonight, which is great. We talked about them last week, uh, who they were um, competing. The runners-up at TRS, eh? The TRS runners-up of the week. The runners of the week, and know, great runs. It was only because another TRS guest broke a world record that they were, they were, they were, um, they were moved back. But yeah, so Cameron yeah, Main and Sophia really Green, who are who are triathletes, but also competed at uh, the podium 5K and smashed it to bits. So let's uh, let's bring them in. Hello, hi guys, how are you doing? Yeah. There we go. Oh, brilliant. <laughs> yeah, fine. How you doing? I'm good. It's, good. It's, it's great to have you guys on there. And yeah, I mean, firstly, congratulations. Yes. For your stellar performance at the, the Fast 5K last, last week, you know. Yeah, cheers. It, it's phenomenal. And, and so we, we kind of haven't really teed you guys up yet. Uh, we kind of did slightly a minute ago. But um, so we have Sophia Green and Cam and Main, who are both Murray Roadrunners, um, Mon the North and, <laughs> and, and the you know fantastic triathletes and uh and they're over five K as well. You guys, are, <laughs> you guys are a couple as well, which is uh yeah, which yeah is awesome. it definitely definitely helps for training, that's for sure. I was gonna say but do you know what? Look, I mean, look you know, the listeners won't obviously be able to see this, but it looks like a split screen. It looks like That's what I just said to Sophia. Yeah, but it's a wardrobe. I was like, it looks like you're on a split screen because of the wardrobe. It's so weird. Yeah, it does, yeah. it's not a domestic happening right now. You know, <laughs> if if any if there is any issues, you know, we can delete the episode. You know? <laughs> um, so anyway, so you know what we'll do? Tell us a little bit about you know. I know you both. Um, you know from my running and being a northerner and uh Sophia you were also at our wedding you know back that was yeah, the last yeah. time I met you you know I was I couldn't have mind much of it at the end of the night but <laughs> but, but you know it looked, it was great to great to have you there and you know you obviously remember Tommy too Tommy kind of mind you because he was probably smashed too so uh, <laughs> but but anyway Sophia tell us a little bit about who you are um yeah so I'm Sophia Green um and 
Um, I'm from Elgin up north, um, currently doing triathlon. Um, and we're now living down in Stirling and training um, while doing university at the same time. Nice, mm. nice. Brilliant. And yet, Sophia, you've been running, you know, you've been you've been running for some time now and you, you know, your background is, um, but I mean, that's a good question. You know, what is your background? You know, are you a runner? Are you a swimmer? Are you a <laughs> Are you a triathlete? What, what, what did you first like start? What did you first do? What was your first main sport? Um, well, I did figure skating first. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah. Nice. And then <laughs> did that for quite a while and then just did swimming, um, yeah. like loads of swimming. And then, I always did a bit of cross country and just running with my mum yeah. things. Yeah. Um, and then kind of got into triathlon through Cam's dad. Yeah. Um, and force, then force you in. Force me <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, so I was just going downhill a little bit. And then, um, yeah, just in triathlon from there. Oh, brilliant, brilliant. Well, it's, it's been, you know, it's been amazing just, you know, watching your your, your kind of progress from, from junior into to senior ranks. And, you know, and I think, you know, you're still... A junior really you know i mean how old how old are you you're 21 now 21 yeah. now or oh, maybe not then yeah well yeah, under 23, yeah you're still a junior yeah. yeah i missed like first year of juniors last yeah. year so first year, under uh, first year of under 23 ah, okay okay yeah. Yeah. But, and you know i think you i mean well firstly you sound like one of these annoying people that's good at everything and i'm sure you that's part of you <laughs> no, that no, seems to no. be quite that seems to be quite common with triathletes um, but actually, I uh, so I you know I I, the, I was aware of I was aware of both your names from the northeast. But to be honest, not being a triathlete or triathlon person, I wasn't really aware of much of the setup. So when I see last week sixteen eleven, <laughs> I mean that's that's amazing. I mean what's how obviously that's one of your three elements. But tell us a bit about your running then, and you you, you mentioned a bit about cross country. How how I mean. Tell us, how have you, what's, what's the last year been like? How, you must be in good, you must be feeling in great shape on, on the run as well as just general triathlon. Yeah, yeah. So I think just, yeah, I was just did a bit of cross country and then got into triathlon. I just kind of took a while to get into it because I was just to get injured and just try to mm. do too much. But I kind of get in there now and um, just over lockdown, we've just trained like so consistently, um, like week in, week out, like pretty good mileage. And I think it's definitely mm. paid off and um getting there with the running so hopefully if we can do that off the bike it'll be good to go <laughs> yeah nice there was you know some people like me you know like people either you know make or break during lockdown you know like i'll yeah. come out of lockdown in a race and i'll just be a bag of tatties you know <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but you know you guys are you know you guys are thriving during lockdown and and you know obviously you just talked about your your training's been different you've been doing a lot of training now that must be that's one of the you know for me personally and, and you know obviously Debbie's a, a triathlete but to see you guys perform so well at the running side of things now what what is that you know is that because you've just been doing more running or do you think it's to do with um you know just a mix of all the disciplines you know you're doing a lot more what, what's that look like you know is there more kind of speed sessions and, and kind of track sessions that you're doing or I'd, what, I'd probably it? say it's down to what uh, Sophia said, just a lot of consistency. We've yeah. over the last year, we've just had the consistent week in, week out of training. There's not been that kind of interruption when we've been traveling to races. Yeah. So it's just been like a consistent four week build up, then nice, easy week again. And we were just been doing that for the last 12 months, really. Um, yeah. And yeah, we've not really had any injuries or any yeah. problems. 
yeah. I'd say one of the key things that kind of was quite a big change to our program over summer last year is we were doing a lot of strength sort of build runs to yeah, really just build helps. up the base endurance yeah. so that by the time we got to like September October time then we started introducing some faster like hill sprints and speed stuff so that we had that kind of base there already and then building on top of that because I think both of us really not that it wasn't our weak area but it was we were just still we we're still only well 20 at the time and um, 21 now and you know still quite young in terms of endurance sports so it's something that we definitely yeah. need to work on so I think just getting that yeah more sort of longer efforts in has definitely helped massively mm-hmm. now we can definitely see it you know getting through big sessions now we're able to do things like that and yeah it massively helps I'd say yeah there's definitely a lot of runs that we just didn't finish them the build runs yeah <laughs> when you look back on sessions now and you're like you can see where it's like kind of come on from since la- lockdown yeah it must be nice to see yeah you know these these upward trends you know when you look at your your training peaks is it training peaks that you guys use is that- yeah we do yeah yeah, yeah. nice yeah I mean, it's no, not that's like- a smooth line that's for sure <laughs> <laughs> But even in yourself, Cam, you look at last week, sub-14. I mean, this is bonkers, absolutely bonkers. I remember a year ago when it was about just over a year ago, a mate of ours, Cameron Strachan, went sub-14, and it, yeah. you know, him and Jamie Crow, and it was such a big discussion. And uh, I think, you know, it's such a massive, uh, such a big boundary to get over. And, you know, that's a Scotland international standard running. And, yeah. I mean, how, how much of the your triathlon training, how, how much you're, what are you doing running-wise weekly and and I guess, how much do you put down to the fact that you're generally fit from three elements to your, your form yeah. and, and running? Um, so in terms of running, I'm hitting consistently between 70 to 80k a week. Um, and that's kind of increased a lot since the start of when lockdown first happened last year. Before that, I was maybe only hitting around 60 on average. And then myself and Andrew, my coach and Sophia's coach as well, um, we decided just to try up the mileage a bit. And um, now that I'm getting older and less injuries and things like that, and um, so yeah probably hitting like six hours of running um but then doing about yeah 11 to 12 hours on the bike and then seven to eight hours on the swim plus snc and things so it does add up to almost 30 hours and yeah. i think i'd put down massively to the other two disciplines that help in terms of fitness yeah um i think it just yeah if i was just running i probably wouldn't be in the shape i am and it's weird because some people say um, well my dad asked me as well he's like oh what do you think you could go if you weren't doing triathlon we really just focused on the running and I'm like probably not sub 14 <laughs> it's, it's just, you know the amount of extra training that you get from the other two disciplines is mad and I listened to a couple of Beth Potter's podcasts and she basically said the same thing that she's in better shape now than she was when she went to the Olympics and wow. definitely triathlon I think has helped that massively yeah yeah that's it. You know, just just while you mentioned your mileage and you, you, all these triathletes always work in kilometers. Yeah, <laughs> I know. I never work in miles. I hate yeah. miles. I've just converted. So, I know. So I'm, I, I'm, I'm delighted by this chat. This is excellent. <laughs> 100%. I'd say the cases are like pretty low in terms of like people that yeah. we might like run against if you did like convert it over but I think it's just because it's like consistent and it's like working for us at the moment yeah I think a lot of people might be surprised by the the volume that I'm actually running you know I've never ran over I think my biggest week ever is 82k um you know I don't do crazy mileage um but I think like Sophia said it's just that consistent volume that every week and hitting key sessions and training properly as Mm -hmm. well when it's easy train easy and when it's hard you know really hit it hard yeah um and I think yeah that's what really works for me and I, I always think it's like the quality of what you do and not just always the quantity and um, so like yeah. wasted miles and things especially when we've got two other disciplines to do you know sometimes you might have a hard bike and a hard run so like you know when we've got an easy run we do take it pretty pretty chilled mm-hmm. yeah 
Now, uh, one question I've got is when it comes to your, your, your cycling, you know, when, in the winter, you know, we had a bit of a, a brutal winter. Uh, were you guys out and about, you know, um, or were you mainly in the turbo? And the reason I ask that is, you know, Grant Sheldon, what a bugger he is to get in. You know, he's always falling off his bike and yeah. uh, taking his arms and things like that. Now, you know, you said you, you haven't really been injured. So, you know, what, what's uh, what, what's that sort of winter build been like for you? And, and you know, is, is it been mainly indoors or on the treadmill or has it been on the track? Or, you know, how's that look? How's that been looking like? you guys say for um biking like oh cam introduced me to zwift during lockdown nice it's nice. actually like a god savior like <laughs> you just every time like we'll look at the weather forecast i'll be like no like and i used to go out whatever the weather but i don't think yeah. it's like it's not worth it to be honest and yeah. i actually think the gains that you get training inside are massive like Aye. And yeah. um, mm. you go back on the road and your heart rate is just so much lower and you can like push a higher power it's crazy yeah, uh, and then unfortunately we didn't have a treadmill, so that was a bit of a nightmare. Oh, nightmare. Yeah, it was ice skating. I think more than one. Oh no! Yeah. Um, Probably, yeah. You're a figure skater, so you know. You yeah, can... Sophia was fine. Well, saying that she hates no, it. Really <laughs> you wouldn't make that. Um, but yeah, I'd say Zwift, hundred percent. If people yeah. don't have Zwift, yeah, get Zwift because ah, I mean, we we spent what I think thirty-seven sessions inside. We worked out from really? the middle of December to the end of January. We wow. didn't ride inside once, and we just. Um, went inside uh, the whole time. Some of them were a bit of a struggle, like mentally, yeah. to be honest. You're if, like, oh, here we go If again. you've got a four-hour ride and having to do it inside, it's pretty tough. But I mean, if if we didn't have Zwift, it would just be almost impossible. And yeah, yeah like Sophia said, like, you know, you get so much more gains in terms of like heat training. Um, mm-hmm. Some of the climbs you can go up in Zwift, like, you know, you can do a 2,000 metre um, elevation over the total ride, whereas you would never be able to do that, you know, just kicking around Sterling. You'd have to go up every climb possible about twice. <laughs> you can go up like some massive climbs, um, you know, virtually inside. And I think the strength you get from that is really That's helpful. Well. Yeah. yeah, exactly. It's always Funny sunny in Watopia. That's the yeah. yeah, exactly. You definitely yeah. need to get back out on the road, though. We're like super rusty now. Oh, yeah, so. you can. Yeah, first time we went back out after that block of being inside, we were like, oh God, every every corner just a bit sketchy going on. <laughs> That's brilliant. I mean, you're right though. Like, you know, I mean, okay, this is it's a running podcast, but like, uh, you know, Debbie was the same with Zwift. Like, she swears by it. Like, she just finds it so motivating. Obviously, yeah. Tommy does too when it comes to his running mm-hmm. in Watopia, uh, wherever the hell you go. Um, yeah. <laughs> but but she said the same thing. Like, a lot of her training's been indoors, and when she yeah. gets on the bike, she's She's, uh, you know, obviously you've got to have that skill set of being outdoors and things, but she's she swears by it, and and I can tell because I go out on the bike and she's miles ahead of me, and I'm. Yeah. Like, I think like mentally as well, it makes you like pretty, pretty tough yeah. just being able to like grind through that. Um, yeah, definitely, and some of those Zwift races as well. I mean, there was obviously no racing hardly last year, and just being able to do some form of virtual racing online was just really cool, and it just gave you something to mix up the training week as well. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, just I think it's a really great platform, and Zwift have done very well out of it over lockdown for sure. Yeah, yeah for it, sure. It's so, a monopoly. You know how much yeah. do how much does Zwift pay you then? It's huh. oh, how much do, oh, how much do I get paid? Nothing. <laughs> I wish I paid. It's interesting you talk about Zwift racing, and I, I was when we, we saw obviously Beth uh, a couple of weeks ago was at the Super League. Do you ever have you ever done any triathlon racing like that? That was a format that really fascinated me. I've never seen that before. No, never, never done that. We've done, we've both done Super League, the real Super League, um, Mm -hmm. but we've never done anything like that virtually. Um, But I think it's, I think it's really cool. And I I think it would be absolutely brutal. I think it would be. It's a new dynamic, definitely. So why is it brutal? I mean, I mean, as I said, I'm, 
as a triathlon dummy here, what, why, <laughs> why, why, where does the brutality come in from that format? I think like the swim would be like just all out because it's only 200 meters. Right, and then okay. the bike is so short that it's basically like a max effort. <laughs> and then you've only got a K run. So you've got to like absolutely beast it. And like, I think obviously there's like the transitions between them all as well. And it's like just full on. I don't think there's like any let up, like maybe in a triathlon, sometimes you get like a bit of let up on the bike. I'm not sure. Or like, drafting and swim but there's just like there's none of that so it's yeah, just it's pretty okay. fast from start to finish plus i think because it's actually held like the arena's in a pool i think because it's probably like 35 degrees or 30 degrees oh, inside. Course, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I think that's one thing that everyone seems to struggle with it's so hot in in the actual pool and the short times between each race just by the time everyone gets to the last race it's just who's got the who's got the legs I think, yeah. <laughs> oh, that's decent now you know we haven't really teed you up carmen you know we we teed uh sophia up she, she yeah. had the opportunity to you know uh tell her a little bit about who, who she is and where, where where she came from so Carmen, you know, obviously I know you from when you're a wee sprog, you know, a big MMR, <laughs> you know, my, my MRR. Uh, so, you know, you've not, you've not Kenny off the podium, you know. Yeah, I know. Uh, yeah. I, yeah, I thought I'd last. never do it, but. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> I bet that was the first thing you thought, you know, nah, I'm sure it wasn't. But um, <laughs> So tell us a little bit about, you know, your, your sort of background and, you know, how you got into I keep saying running, but it's not, you know, it's, it's <laughs> biathlon. Uh, that's, you know, what your, your your main focus is. But tell us tell us a little bit about that. Yeah, so I'm from up in Elgin as well. Uh, so both means fear are from Elgin. And um, yeah, I mean, I was always running uh, in the primary school kind of races, yeah. always trying to get into the cross-country team. Wasn't as, as successful as Sophia. Sophia was always winning them, but I was always <laughs> the one trying to get into the team. Yeah. Um, and yeah, so I always loved running. I never really was into my cycling or swimming, but I did taekwondo from seven years old and got my black wow. belt at 12 or 13, I think it was. So that kind of helped me. Yeah. Blame me. I can't really remember anything, not going to lie. But I mean, it's a good achievement and I'm proud yeah. that I've got it. But yeah, uh, yeah, I think that just got me quite disciplined in terms of training and things like that at quite a young age. And um, yeah. so then when I transferred into triathlon at 13, when my dad got me into it, because um, he used to do it for years and he was like, I'll just give this a go because I was getting fed up with Taekwondo. And yeah, I did my first one and I just loved it, even though I was like second last, I think, and absolutely <laughs> terrible. Um, you know, I was like, I need, I want to get better at this and I want to give it a go. And then, yeah, just progressed through until, yeah, now basically just through the, through the squads and it's taken a while to get good at it, but yeah. Um, yeah, here we are now. Wow. Brilliant. Yeah. It's, it's brilliant to, to see your development and, um, and then, you know, like 13, what was it you ran? 1350. 1353, yeah. Second yeah. behind Johnny, Johnny Brownlee. I know, one second. I know, mate, come on. <laughs> I know, I was like, I've, I've got to just stick with Johnny for as long as I can. I can't drop off now. I've yeah. start, I've made my bed. How did that feel? Like, how did that feel to just be like running in a race where you're right next to an Olympic medalist yeah. in triathlon and like you know running we you're in the lead pack like did you know that was going to be the case or were you just like i basically spoke to andrew and one of the other coaches at sterling ferg roberts yeah. and i was kind of having this discussion saying my plans to go out with the group that's going to run around 13 50 14 minutes because i want to get under 14 so if i can stick with them and get dragged around in that group then that'd be ideal and just basically run for them as long as i can yeah and then after the first like k and a half i realized that that 
1350 group was the front group and I was like oh right okay so now I'm going to be running in like the top sort of eight and then people just kind of started falling off a bit around 3k and then there was a breakaway with uh, Grant Sheldon and three other guys yeah. and they went off the front and then it was just me and Johnny left and I was like this yeah. is mental this is just it was so so crazy it was just tunnel vision total yeah. like total focus <laughs> but I was obviously aware that I was running with Johnny but it was just just crazy I never yeah. ever would have thought I would be in that position to be honest yeah, running beside Johnny I mean it was still it was weird enough being on the start line behind him but actually running with him at like well right to the end of the race was just yeah it was just crazy but yeah. you know we were, we were yeah we were watching it and I was uh and as you know I'll be honest, the whole betting thing put a really interesting twist on it and I yeah you know, that was really I, cool yeah it was I thought it was ace and actually so I had money in Grant Sheldon so I'm really focused on on the red vest yeah last lap I was sitting to Fiona my other half I was like is that a Murray Roadrunner's vest? <laughs> and I, I, I'll be honest, I hadn't really clocked you on the start list. And I was yeah. thinking, like, it was only when um, when the results came in, I'm thinking, blimey, what a run that is. I mean, yeah, yeah superb. I, I, could, I, just, I still couldn't really believe it. I mean, I did I always write down um, kind of some goals and things in my little book before races and kind of what I'm going to do and if things don't go so well. And um, yeah, I wrote 14 minutes. And I don't, I think myself and partially Sophia were, we were the only kind of people that actually thought I was going to go under that time. I think some of my friends made predictions and I think the fastest time someone said I was going to go was 14 or six. So I think a lot of people, wow. yeah, yeah, but I know exactly. <laughs> I think one of the main things that helped me run that time was just my own self-belief and the training I'd done and how hard I wanted to do it and how hard I was going to push myself to get under that time. And um, deep down I knew I had it in me but for it to actually happen and see that 1353 was just yeah it took a long time to sink in That's I'm, awesome. I, I'm interested to hear about life in Sterling so obviously yeah. you're both down there it's a it feels like it sounds like a bit of a triathlon hub what's it like living and training down down in Sterling um, and the setup you have down there as triathletes uh, yeah it's, it's pretty good for um, training like the pool and everything's like really close to each other so it's just pretty practical um and then like there's just good rides and the track and stuff and it's quite a good group of us um and then me and Cam are living together now which actually works really well because we can just push each other on all the time um you've got, you've got to say yeah. it's working well though eh? you know you yeah. Yeah. I think it looks like in a different room <laughs> yeah no definitely I think yeah, if we didn't really have each other, especially over lockdown, it would have been quite difficult. Yeah, there's definitely days where either one of us has been like, oh, I really don't want to do this hard <laughs> run or hard bike because, you know, we've got no races to look forward yeah. to. But um, yeah, I think it's it makes a massive difference. And like Sophia said, Sterling is a great place to be. And um, it's, you know, it's, we get so much support through the Institute, Scottish Institute of Sport and Sterling University as well being here. So um, yeah, just it's a, it's a good place for us and everything's really close by and quite, it's just simple. You know, we don't have to travel far to get to our training center, the swimming pool, the tracks, all just beside each other. And yeah, some really good ride routes as well. So no, it's a good nice. place. Yeah, fairly place. Eh? So, yeah. Uh, one thing, sorry, to jump back a little bit now, you know, we, we talked about Cam and your, your run now. Sophia, like how, how your run, like fantastic run by you, 1611, I think, was it 1611? I think it was. I think it was actually thirteen. But <laughs> what? Sixteen eleven on TRS. It was two seconds. <laughs> I thought it was. I thought it was sixteen twelve to begin I with. I thought but... it was twelve. I'm swear, like on the video, I seen twelve. But... I think we both oh, thought we went right? one second faster when we seen the official clock. Like, ah, oh, oh well, it's okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so like you know, I I, I just want to sorry for step jumping jumping the gun a little bit, Tom. Yeah. Uh, 
uh, yeah, just tell us like what your your thoughts were, you know, going into the five k, what your aims and ambitions were, and like how you, how it went for you, your five k run as well. Yeah, I think usually with my running, I've not really got like much self belief compared to like the other two disciplines, um, but like just having that consistency, I was a bit more confident um, about it, and I had a five by like k run test set. Yeah. Um, which kind of indicated nice. like the time that I was gonna go, but obviously yeah. just like putting that together, I was I wasn't sure. And all the guys were egging me on. They were yeah, like, nice. "Oh, you can go that time!" But like I was yeah. like, "I'm happy with like sub sixteen thirty. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was it was really good. And then like it was a bit of a mixed race, obviously because I was in with some males. Um, so it did split up a little bit. Um, but it ended up working pretty well. I just managed to hang on to the, one of the other girls in the yeah. in the race. And um, for me, that's like a really good time. So I'm not like yeah. running something my strongest, but well, it's yeah, definitely I mean, getting, getting better. Oh, that's it. Yeah. It's... I paced Sophia to, uh, what was it, 1723? This time last About 11 year. months ago. So really? I mean, wow. it, what a, a, minute, a minute and 10 seconds in 11 months. Not too bad, I'd say. Jeez, yeah. like, this lockdown's <laughs> like, you know, yeah, yeah. we did that. We did that in Forest, actually. Yeah, we did oh, it. Did, yeah. Um, you know the ten k route. The, yeah, the yeah, yeah, one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we did like like half of that loop. Oh, yeah, okay. Um, yeah, no, it was, it was pretty perfect, wasn't it? That's, yeah. where, dream, that's where dreams come alive. Eh? Oh yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. Forest area. It's the yeah. microclimate in there. The thing is, Sophia, in 2019, one thing I was looking up is that, you know, it's you can't, it's difficult to get 5k times on power 10, but certainly 5,000 meters. In 2019, which was, you know, not a disrupted year at all, it was, it was pre-COVID, on the track, there was only, uh, only seven women went quicker than that. I mean, Steph Davis ran 16-14 that year on the track. I mean, look, and you know, that. so I think that really, for me, I remember being at the, the Scottish 5k down at um, uh, Silver Nows. And uh, I remember, I think, it, I think it was there, Morag won that in, in like yeah. low 16s or sub 16. So the company you're going to keep when you get with those sort of times and, you know, on the and running in, you know, 5K champs is going to be, uh, that's amazing. I'd love to see what you run a 10K at the moment. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know. I'm like, I don't know how much I drop off, but it would be, <laughs> it would be interesting. Um, yeah, it's nice just to be like, when I was younger, I was always known as like running and then obviously like your body changes and things, but I feel like I'm kind of getting there again, which is really nice. Um, mm. But yeah, it'll be good just to run in some good company. And, and one thing we haven't mentioned yet, which I think is important is, you know, you've been to the Commonwealth Games as well uh, for triathlon, you know, sorry, Cameron, but you know, just mute in your room that you're in there. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah. so, so you know that's that's something that's obviously given you a, a lot of motivation and you know the talk us through the you know your your kind of part in, in the Commonwealth Games there so it was uh from from what I understand it's a relay you were one of the reserves on the the relay squad yeah yeah uh, yeah I was I mean I was I was pretty young like um so I was I, the whole time I was there I felt pretty like out of my depth my own depth but it was definitely a great learning experience and um yeah it was for the like reserve for the relay team um obviously in Australia so like yeah and I was with like Erin Wallace and Beth Potter so it was a nice little group of us and yeah. just kind of the whole trip was just like a massive learning experience and then yeah. just cheering everyone on and so I think Aaron was a little bit injured at the time, so it was just kind of 
like in case um you know like oh please be injured please be injured. <laughs> yeah <laughs> no no I, I, she got to me. I was so nervous anyways but um hopefully hopefully this next year I'll get to to race hopefully yeah um, so yeah. yeah sorry so you're gonna say <laughs> oh no just the whole thing was just a good experience yeah, yeah. that's so cool yeah now that must be yeah i mean like you say that must have given you so much confidence you know and like the fact that you've your five you know your running's improved like you know you're you're an amazing swimmer you know you were swimming with coast and you know that's how uh debbie got to know you when you're you know when she was training with you uh in, in the prep for triathlon and yeah, you know, yeah. cycling as well you know your cycling's clearly gonna it's probably improved as well no doubt and you know and all these disciplines you know putting them all together like what you know what it's really exciting to see what you can do over the triathlon you know it's it's going to yeah, be definitely. Just pushing bigger numbers than me on the bike how competitive are you about the training then between the two of you obviously i mean i'm not i'm not i don't mean in terms of times but is there one of you do you have uh do you have any you mentioned you spur each other on is there any competitiveness in terms of the sessions how you fare relatively in your sessions I do wind Sophia up quite a bit and say, oh, you know, this session really counts towards getting a spot for Comic Games because it's going to be <laughs> me and you, you know, there's only a few spots, so, <laughs> but no. Well, I know there was Sunday, so I uh, went out for a 5k, like, easy run in the morning, so I come back at this pace, Camsey's on my Strava, and he runs in the evening, and he's obviously got, like, average a second faster. I, I swear, I didn't do it on purpose. <laughs> oh, damn it. No, no, we, we are quite competitive though. Like both of us. Um, Obviously, like I'm not gonna hit the same the same numbers, but I like just to wind him up and swim next to him for a little bit and then yeah. die off or something. And sometimes <laughs> that, when I look over and I see Sophia's screen and the parish is putting out, I've got to make sure I'm at least you know a good bit above that. But sometimes I struggle. That's for sure. <laughs> Talk, talking place. about talking about Strava now. You know, I got an email last week and uh, I thought, oh, here we go. Here's another CR dethroned or whatever you call it. <laughs> now this CR, no, no, it wasn't in Elgin, wasn't in Forest. It was round the lake in in Sterling. Uh, oh, oh, no God. way! Oh, I did my CR, and I, I didn't you know. That, I did. what, you got, what you got that for? I don't know. That, I, I had no idea. Like, Saturday runs that was last Saturday, wasn't it? Yeah, 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 you yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. We did a bit of a mad one on Saturday, and I felt really good. And I seen I got the yeah the course yeah. record, the, the oh, KOM. Yeah, <laughs> sorry about that. <laughs> I, do you know what? I didn't even know I had it. Eh? I mean, I'm, there must have been a glitch in the, the, the my watch or something. But uh, <laughs> I, I was like, bloody hell, did I really run a four fifty four mile or something? That <laughs> yeah. I, I must have, you know, I must have done a Strava Strava hunt or something. I think it was the day, the week when. Uh, in fact, I don't know, Sophia, maybe you were there. I don't know, but I remember Mark and Grant Sheldon. They were we were doing like a session around the lake in yeah. or the lock you gave grant your watch that's what you're saying i, I must have <laughs> no he was he had a, he had a broken arm so he couldn't do the set sure he did. uh but anyway i thought that i was like bum in hell he's just broken my my my, my segment by five seconds or something so he destroyed it yeah, i think i, I saw that, that session on, on your strava uh cameron was that just yeah. a, like your rep is just you do a rep of the lake is that right or two lines? yeah yeah we do it well don't do it all the time but it's quite a classic session at sterling where we do like three uh, by a lap sometimes it might be best average or sometimes it might be like building each lap um, but yeah it's quite quite a good one we do it's yeah like it, you, it's a tough one because the lock is so hard to run on and you just have swimming and then you go into the run and 
honestly, I don't know, is I always struggle with it the lock. Mentally, you're going around, you're like, when's it going to end? Yeah, <laughs> it's quite hard, especially, yeah, like Sophia said, after the Saturday morning swim and stuff, it's pretty, pretty brutal. And you're still doing like a big, big ride after that as well, still, eh? Uh, like we do an hour in the in the evening yeah like just kind of to spin off the legs more as recovery and then but yeah like we've got big ride on sunday and things like that but yeah, yeah. amazing amazing so, lot, yeah. <laughs> yeah tommy you, you look like your way to say something so well i'm interested to know so what's next then we've obviously seen you but it's great we're as runners we're delighted that we're seeing races back great to see you two some young scottish fast talent on the start line and, and high up in the results so what what is next running triathlon longer term goals um i think we've got our first triathlon actually on the 15th of may so that'll be the first one in nice. like a year and a half where um, is that crazy um sorry where is that oh it's in wales uh um, oh, cool interesting yeah so <laughs> hopefully it warms up a little bit for the swim um but that'll be qualification for under 23 um europeans um nice. so we'll have to see how we go with that um and then there's nothing actually really planned i think maybe you you've entered the i'll see if i get oh, space oh, yeah. at the I've entered the yeah. Monument Mile again at Sterling. Oh, yes. Yeah, I, love that <laughs> I, I did it last September. It was the hardest thing I think I've ever done. <laughs> well, actually, no, not anymore. The 5K was second hardest thing I've ever done. Um, That's cool. Yeah, no, so I've, I've got us, well, hopefully got a start for that again. Um, and then, yeah, hopefully, um, if we both have a good race in Wales, European under 23 champs will be in the cards. So, oh, um, where, where, when and where is the Euro under 23s? Um, oh, it's, it's I know in, where it is. It's, it's in, in Kitzbühel, but I'm not sure the date. Yeah, Kitz, in Kitzbühel in Austria. Um, but it's like mid June, maybe I can't remember. Okay. Um, so a pretty cool place to go for a race. That'd be amazing. Yeah. Fingers crossed. It was just. Yeah, I mean, we're I'm gonna really... have to race well to get the qualification in the first place, but um, yeah, we'll see how that goes. Yeah, they're almost in good form. Yeah, mm. I, I I think we've definitely both got a good chance if we can pull out a good <laughs> race. <laughs> Big statement there. I don't know. I think with the work we're putting in, I mean. You know, we're training hard and we've put in so much work over the last year and the performance that we've managed to both put out last weekend shows we're in a good place. So, yeah, if we can just get the, the race kind of um, skills and stuff sharpened up, then, um, yeah, I think if we both have a good performance, it's definitely doable. Brilliant. Exciting. Nice. It's exciting. But before we before we go into some fartlet questions, I don't know, <laughs> I haven't really prepped you for these, but uh, we'll, we'll do them in like a, a, a kind of... Uh, you know, Sophia, then Carmen sort of thing. Before I go, I, I just want to, you know, I, I hope you don't mind, uh, you know, we've got a platform here. So um, if you don't mind just telling us a little bit, you're the chairman for your charity, yeah. it's um, Abby Sparkle Foundation. Uh, so it'd be you know, just tell us a little bit about it, if you don't mind. Um, yes. So, yeah, for those who don't know, uh, the charity was set up and created by my sister, Abby, um, who sadly passed away on Christmas Day in 2017. Um, and yeah, since then, we've helped, I think, up to about 400 children who struggle with cancer um, or oh, families wow. who've been affected by cancer. And we've raised over £300,000 now as well. Um, wow. So, yeah, it's just amazing wow. what we've been able to do um, over the last few years. And yeah, the key focus of the charity is to just uh, give a gift or a sparkle, as we call it, yeah. um, which ranges from, yeah, it can be like a grant of money or a holiday or even just just like an Xbox or anything that a child wants um, just to help try and put a smile on their face. So, um, yeah, the work we do is just amazing. And, yeah, it, it really is um, a special thing that I'm part of. And, yeah, very grateful to be the chairman of the charity and um, 
do Abby proud as well because I'm sure she'd want her charity to be a success. Yeah, it's yeah amazing. That's... It's uh, you know I've I've closely followed the charity and, and all the amazing things that you, you you're doing, which is truly truly remarkable. Um, and you know how can people find out about the charity? How can they get involved? Yeah, so uh, we've got our website, abbysparklefoundation.org and um, Facebook as well, Abby Sparkle Foundation. Uh, we've also got an Instagram page and a Twitter page as well. Um, we post a lot. And yeah, I mean, if, yeah, if you want to do any fundraising or if you're thinking about doing something this year or a cool challenge and want to raise some money, then yeah, please get in touch on Facebook or any of our social media platforms or send us an email. Uh, I think our email is abbysparklefoundation at gmail.com. And yeah, we'd be really grateful because obviously it's been really difficult for charities over the last year with fundraising activities, a lot of them having to be cancelled and things like that because of COVID. Um, but the support we still receive from the community has been pretty amazing. So yeah, um, yeah but if you want to help out, then yeah, feel free to get in touch. Amazing. Perfect. Well, thanks. Amazing, yeah. Amazing work you're, do you're doing. Amazing. Yeah, thanks. Yeah. Right, so yeah, it is a lot. Yes, I always. I'm just trying to feel. Yeah, I'm going off to do some emails or some. Yeah, there's quite a lot of work actually. I've got PA right next year. Yeah, I know exactly. Yeah, I know. It's surprised me quite a lot actually. The the all the stuff that goes behind the business, all the governance stuff. Um, you know, it's not just like we're a charity. We raise money and we give stuff out. All the stuff behind it as well. The organizing of events and just making it like, you know, being a registered charity and keeping it, um, everything right, you know, having to submit documents off and just making sure that we can still stay an official charity. It's just, yeah, it's quite a lot of work and um, credit to my mom and my dad and everyone else, the trustees and ambassadors that are part of the team. You know, everyone does such an amazing job to keep it, keep it going. Yeah. Amazing. Well, yeah. You know, clearly if, if anything you want to chat about the, the charity, you know, if you want to promote it on, on the show, just let us know and yeah, like to do that. So absolutely, yeah, absolutely. There's a lot of runners out there and, and listeners who 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 would are looking for something to do. So yeah, exactly. If you want to do a crazy challenge, then yeah, yeah that's it. please definitely let me know. I'm sure. I'm <laughs> Brilliant. So yeah, so well, let's let's go on to some quickie, not quickie questions. We're not doing any quickie fart like questions. We fart call like it. questions. Uh, now, I don't know if you've, you've listened to the show. You probably haven't because, you know, you've got a million and one things that you're clearly doing. But uh, Tommy's going to start off with the first question. Um, I am. So I'm going to go. So Sophia first. We'll start with an easy one. Morning shuffle or evening saunter? Oh, morning shuffle. <laughs> Love it. Cameron? Oh, sorry, it's me. Oh, right. well, let's, no, let's do both. Yeah, I like that. Like, right, oh, Cameron. Oh, I see there. You know, so my answer as well. Um, yeah. Evening shuffle. <laughs> <laughs> so there's never an activity where they're both running together, then. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I was like, come on. <laughs> yeah, Sophia's the one that drags me out of bed in the morning, and I'm, and I'm the one doing it at like seven, seven in the evening. Something. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Oh, it's me now, isn't it? Jeez, oh. It is uh, what's, what's your favourite movie? Sophia. Oh gosh, that's quite a tough one. <laughs> We're not very good at this, are we? No. <laughs> but it's part like questions. You can no. take your time on. I, I really like. Um, it's like a really old, but I'll happily watch it on repeat. It's Train Spotting. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> nice, very yeah. nice. Yeah, yeah. I love Inception. I love oh, things that mess yeah, with yeah, your yeah. head. I think that just, it really gets my attention. Inception's amazing. Yeah. Now that I'm, so we're living in Paris now and I run, you know the bridge in Inception, you know the arch that she like... Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So we, I run over that quite a lot and every time I run over it, I'm like, oh my God, 
Yeah, 100%. Yeah. <laughs> good answers there. Good answers, both of you. Um, right. Worst race experience. We'll go Cameron first. Um, worst race experience. You've had a few. Uh, one of the first one that comes to my mind um, was back in 2016, I think it was, when I was going for European Youth Champs. Um, and I was in a pretty good place, um, was kind of one of the favorites at the time because I was one of the older athletes as a youth and I got a puncture on the last lap on the bike and I was in the front pack and I was in good tension and running well and it was looking pretty good for me and yeah I got a puncture and I rode the last lap on the bike with a complete flat and got passed basically by every group and just kind of walked off the run and it was absolutely gut and it took me quite a while to get over that one especially because I was still quite young so I didn't deal with it very well but yeah that was a pretty (laughs) rough one Mm. yeah that is rough um, I honestly had so many, so many bike crashes. <laughs> I was many of them from Debbie. Um, but I say like, yeah, race experiences um, where I've not crashed is, I think um, we're out in Holton in the Netherlands and it was so hot um, and I wasn't ready for it. And I was on the run and I was actually like seeing things like my eyes are so fuzzy. Oh my God. I basically like fell into the, um, to the railings and I had a mad stitch as well. And I stopped and I, tried to keep going and in the end I was like in the ambulance I was just oh was, oh my god uh, yeah that was a bad one <laughs> Need some- I think you were on Trump's uh Cameron's uh, <laughs> yeah I, I remember a time about that when it sounded pretty bad the because, Scottish uh, aren't made for the heat yeah no. any, any any race experience that ended up ambulance is a pretty rough uh, yeah, race yeah. experience <laughs> oh hard uh, that's rough what's uh you know when it comes to a race of some sort what's your pre-race fuel Sophia let you go first um I've never been too great at it but recently we're on the um the SIS caffeine gels <laughs> yeah boy they're really well, good well before the race you stick this oh, oh yeah that's, that's a new one for me. I, I I thought you would have a coffee or like you know and like. Oh, these these caffeine gels are the the next, <laughs> the, the next level. They're so good. Yeah, <laughs> they are. Like I've always been into caffeine gels, but um, yeah, I don't know. I'm I'm the same. I, I'd have a caffeine gel, but in terms of actual food as well, I'd. I'm yeah. All, I'm, <laughs> yeah. So we just have caffeine gels. Student say Kyle cry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but we didn't answer that one too great. And we usually have just plain food all day, like just pasta and porridge or something like that. <laughs> yeah, same. I, I'm porridge in the morning and then like a pasta, pasta as nice. well. If it was like an evening race or something, yeah, pasta and yeah, caffeine. Always the caffeine gel. <laughs> nice, yeah, I like it. Um, right. Next up. I was gonna. This is. I'm not sure. I was. I've got a good one there. Eh? Favorite. Like, let me. I'll go with this and then. What's your uh, favorite shoe? And I'm going to specify that with running shoe because we did. I think somebody. I think Beth last year did say what cycling or running. So his favorite running shoe, <laughs> Sophia. Uh, like well, like my training ones are Asics. Um, yeah, and then um, like. For racing, like I need to experiment a bit still, but I ran in them at Alpha Flies. I really like them actually. But I just bought the. Uh, I need to try the um, next percent. So, so Draper Fly one. So we'll see. Draper Fly. Yeah. Interesting. Not, alpha. Yeah. That's. Yeah, that's we haven't had the Alpha as an answer to that. That's interesting. Yeah. But I feel like I'm maybe a bit. I don't know. Everyone else is on the, on the Vaporfly. So. Yeah. <laughs> interesting. Yeah. What about you, Cameron? 
Uh, I'm a massive Pegasus 37 Nike fan <laughs> for, all, for all my training and hard run sessions. I think I've got about three pairs. I love them. I think they're just really supportive and yeah, good for fast running as well. But mm. I mean, if I was to go with my number one, if I was to wear anything, it's got to be the Vaporflies, 100%. Nike Vaporflies. Oh, nice. They're my go-to. Yeah. Yeah, uh, Pegasus is probably the most um it's the most popular shoe, isn't it? That yeah, it's really actually. Yeah. I only changed to them. Um I think it was midsummer, yeah, when they came out last year. Um changed them and I just yeah, really liked them since uh, I've not had any injury problems either. So it's nice. been a win situation. I'm just stuck in my way of Asics. Yeah, Sophia just <laughs> loves the Asics. But you know, that's that's I think that's the thing is you hit the nail on the head there. Does it if you don't get injured on it and you can get the job done, then well, yeah. I switched to an Adidas Solar Glide recent in like last year and do you know what? I wasn't a big fan of it, but I realized I've got six months without really getting injured in them, so I yeah. should probably stick to it. You know, it's not a sexy shoe, but so be it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, if it works for you, then why yeah, yeah, exactly. Nice. What's your favorite triathlon discipline? Uh, or yeah, what's your favorite discipline? Remember, it's a running podcast, but don't don't let that um, <laughs> yeah swayed your your decision. Um, I think cycling, to be honest. Mm. yeah i do like an easy run though an easy run is really nice 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 yeah, nice. <laughs> yeah. for me for me it's definitely running 100 oh, nice. yeah. <laughs> no, i do i do love running i think it's just simple get the shoes on go out the door and i just love the feeling of running fast as well i think it's quite a nice a nice feeling um i, I i'm not gonna lie i do not really like swimming at all yeah. <laughs> i just you know it's so, so anti-social you're just you, your head in the water i mean cycling's pretty fun but yeah running's definitely up there number one yeah. nice Who's uh, quicker? You know, I I'd imagine you're quicker than than Sophia swimming wise, but you know, I know S- Sophia, you're a, you're a fast swimmer. Well, relatively, I mean, I am faster, but I think in terms of gender, I think Sophia's definitely got me there. Right? Sure. Especially when it comes to water. Definitely got better, My swimming's yeah. got better, but in terms of open water races, Sophia's always coming out like first or second. I'm I'm either first or like nice. <laughs> <laughs> so. But hopefully that changes this year. Nice. So the, you've had a good race. What is your post-race treat? Oh. Sophia, you go first. Oh. Uh, I do a, a pizza. I do like a pizza. Uh, nice. When we're traveling back, it's always like a magnum. <laughs> oh yes! No, we're talking. <laughs> a magnum. What type of magnum? What type of magnum do you go for? Just classic, yeah, or you... classic, and then eat all the chocolate nice. out the outside. I didn't know you were oh, none of my yeah, friends. yeah. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> Not only is that a good selection, that's also a really good way to take apart a magnum as well. Yeah, I've got a lot of respect <laughs> for that. Hopefully, <laughs> Cameron. Mine's got to be a McDonald's and a and a good cold beer. <laughs> oh, good lad, good lad, yeah. good set of answers links, there. That links me smoothly on to the next question. Now, Sophia, you you you'll be familiar with this concept. Now, I actually don't know if you took part in this in the wedding, the beer mile. Now, <laughs> tell us. Well, firstly, Sophia, did you take part in the beer mile at the at the wedding? No, I am a bit young still. Ah, yes, so you are. <laughs> you know, I, it's funny you say that. Because remember when you guys went to, you and Debbie went to like a training camp for triathlon? I can't remember what it was. Uh, abroad. Was that the one abroad? And I remember Debbie sending me a picture of you doing your homework. While oh, yeah, she- it was an um, Agulis. And <laughs> Debbie was like my mum. I was studying. <laughs> that was hilarious um I, I was just like oh my word like you know the mummy of the group is training me these um, you know young talented athletes uh, but, but anyway so you know now that you're old enough to to do a beer mile what, what sort of time do you think you could do a beer mile in 
Oh, God, I'd be out in no time. It was such a lightweight. <laughs> <laughs> no, you'd probably be a lot better at it. But it's so funny because um, me and my friends have just submitted our dissertation. So we were, we were actually <laughs> thinking, we were like, oh, do you know what? We should just do a beer mile as a joke. I don't think we're actually going to do one. Um, but well, yeah. I think some people want to. But I think, yeah, I think it'd be a good crack. I'd love to do one. I don't know why. Wow. I mean, Who wins out of you two? <laughs> well, I mean, well, last time I beat Kyle hands down, so that's um, that's what we're standing on. Stop, stop. Kyle talk, Kyle's all talk about the beer mile. He claims I'm, he did like seven minutes back the day. Yeah, Nobody's no, having any of it. Yeah, I'd aim. I think I'd like to aim for yeah, like a sub seven minutes, sub six thirty. But the thing is, it's the down in the beers for me that would be the problem. I think I, I don't know. I really have yeah. no idea. I might not finish it to be fair. <laughs> I, I, yeah, I've got getting them down is is a uh, is hard. That's work. the worst part. Yeah, we're trying to do it when you're tired. It's just yeah, impossible. Oh, it yeah. is, isn't it? Be good well, crack. It is. It is. Well, well, you know, you guys have got bigger and better things to do than to run about drinking beer and you know, <laughs> dodgy areas like Starlands. So, exactly. Uh, yeah. <laughs> get, get your get your Euro tri champs and all this stuff, all this all this like, hard earned stuff out of the way first. When you're retired, like that's all. Folks, yeah, something for the off season, definitely. Absolutely. <laughs> Well, well, folks, it's been an absolute pleasure to to chat to you both. Now, just before you go, you know, where can we find you? And in Instagram handles and uh, Facebook and um, and also uh, Strava as well. You both, you obviously both on Strava as well. I know you are Cameron. Uh, you told me last week on the, in an email. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I'm just usually Sophia Green, and yeah. then like at twenty seven. Um, and it's just yeah, I'm just on all social media and then just the same for Strava really yeah I've got a Facebook page like an athlete one as well on Facebook okay nice we'll link those together in the show notes so Cameron I think I think I'm pretty much saying my my Twitter is Cameron Main 44 I've got a um, triathlon Facebook page as well which is just Cameron Main I think Cameron Main triathlon yeah, yeah my Instagram's Cameron Main under slash I think it is <laughs> and yeah I've got Strava as well if you want to follow me Brilliant. Yeah. yeah. So we'll we'll link them in the show notes and uh, yeah, yeah, that'd be perfect. In uh, the the chat, Abby's uh, foundation as well. We'll link that. Oh yeah, so that'd be yeah. great. Oh, cheers. Yeah. Excellent. Well, thanks so much for you know spending. Uh, you know, I said thirty minutes. You know, with TRS, <laughs> typically we we always ramble on and yes. run out of time. That's just who we are. What we do. Uh, but but yeah, it's been. I've thoroughly enjoyed my chat with you, and I'm sure Tommy has as well. And uh yeah thank you so much for for coming yes. on the show no i've nice. really enjoyed it thanks very much yeah, yeah. And good luck for the good luck for the trials we'll be uh we'll be keeping an eye out for that that's super exciting yeah cheers <laughs> i'll give it a best shot thanks brilliant uh, catch you later guys perfect bye. cheers thanks, thanks very much. guys bye bye, bye. <laughs> very good well, thank you to those uh, super fast uh, triathlete and the af- runners coming on. That's great. Really, really good chat. It's it's funny, you know. Like you know, imagine that. Like ah, you know, I'm I'm this triathlete, but I'm I'm as, so fast in in running terms. Like it's not even my main sport. You know, I'd love to be able to say that. You know, I just do this uh, sport, but I'm, it's not my main sport. But I'm good at it anyway. It's uh, such a talent. You know, it's exciting to see what they can do in the you know, the world of triathlon anyway, if, certainly the, 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 the disciplines really both have improved so much, you know, within a year, it just shows you like, what's it going to look like 
in, we know when everyone comes out of lockdown, I think we're going to see some pretty amazing performances from people that, you, you know, we've mentioned this before, like, you know, Johnny Glenn and some of the other fast runners coming through. Like, there's going to be big, um, yeah, big, big surprises, I think. Uh, you know, not just national, local surprises, but international surprises too, you know. It's, uh, it's exciting. So, so anyway, well, what, what else have we got in the show? We're, we're, we've got nine minutes left because, uh, you know, Tommy's got a date with... Well, I don't I've, know what his date is. You didn't tell well, me what, what you're... I've, I've got a date with Destiny. No, I don't. I've got a, a Zoom call to jump onto at 9.30 branch time. So I need to... But um, otherwise, I mean, one thing I want to very quickly touch on was uh, some cool news that I saw. I'm just going to bring up my notes that I took earlier for it. Um, that, you know, we talked a lot about here about getting events back and hoping that, um, hoping that, hoping and praying with and complaining a lot that there's not enough coming up. Um, and actually, I can't even remember if I said this last week or not, but so I'll say it this week. The London Marathon organizers are hosting an event, a test 10K for the government, which they're calling the Reunion 10K. Now they're holding it on the on the weekend, the 24th, 25th of April, which is typically the London Marathon weekend. Um, it's being held at Hatfield Park in Hertfordshire. And yeah, really cool to see, see something coming back. So there are three 10Ks as part of this. And the Department for Digital Media, Culture and Sport, the DMCS, are going to use it to, to, as part of their testing to see how, how mass participation sport can come back, which is music to our ears here in TRS and oh. to many of the listeners. And I think what that is going to involve is similar to what we talked about. Um, we heard the Spanish music concert we we're doing a few weeks ago, testing it before, testing afterwards understanding of who who's been vaccinated who's been vaccinated and who's not been they've said specifically that a vaccination is not a requirement uh, to take part obviously because they i guess they want it's you know there's a scientific element to it and yeah they'll have 3000 runners uh, and 3000 spectators in each of the races um and they're going to each 10k will be slightly different to uh, you know as from an experiment place to have a yeah. slightly different data so um there's entries of all uh, entries have opened and closed last week, so unfortunately we're we're not able to get right, you thanks. on that. But keep your eyes open because that that's not that's only like two 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 and a bit weeks of three two and a half weeks away. So let's fingers crossed that that proves to be a huge success and that really kickstarts races coming back and it puts in place a real foundations for the London Marathon to come back in October. Love it. So how, uh, you know, I, I know you probably don't know the answer to this, but, you know, can anyone enter? Can anyone run this? Or is it only for people local to, to London? You know, uh, like, good question. I assume uh, that there's tra the travel sure. rules will apply. So I'm pretty sure you can come. You, yeah. yeah. Well, you could argue from an experiment perspective, maybe it'd be interesting and useful yeah, to say knows, we yeah. had 100 people who came from Scotland or something. So <laughs> I, I don't actually know that. Uh, the, the entry is closed, so I'm unable to look at the form. Yeah. Um, so any listeners, if any of you, any, we know we've got a big listener base now down in the, down in the South of England. If any of you are running it or anyone elsewhere who's running it, let us know. We'd love to get an inside track on it. That'd be really cool. Brilliant. Well, no, I'm, you know, the only other bit of advice there would be, you know, not advice, um, the update that you know, it says if a runner tests positive, the entry fee will be refunded. <laughs> so <laughs> so you, rock, you rock up to the race and you've got COVID and, oh, sorry, mate, you, you'll get a refund though. I've only travelled up to Scotland though, you know. So, exactly. How many folk have you, uh, anyway, it's, I'm sure that's not the case anyway, but yeah, it'll be like you say, Tom, um, see, hopefully that, that'll be exciting to watch and, uh, is it you know I wonder if it's just you know is there an elite element to it is it just a 
you know, a, a kind of you know mass participation fun type run. You know, if it's three I different races, is it, is it going to be a you know, is there going to be any specific like? Winner to it, or I don't know. I anyway. don't know actually. I really don't know. I think it's. I might reading the the articles I've read. I would guess it's just uh, just on the mass mass participation, but um, but you never know. And and in terms of events, speaking of events, so next a week on Sunday. So the uh, Sunday the let me get the date right. I can't seem to find the date. Yeah, well, a week on Sunday, which will be the what will be that be the twenty for Patriots Day. The no no sorry yeah. a week on Sunday. Beg your pardon. The like whatever that is going to be like the twenty anyway, what was yesterday eleventh? Okay, so it's going to be on the twenty uh, fifth. That's right of April, which is the same weekend actually. Enough, the same weekend is the Wrexham now or the the race formerly known as the Wrexham Marathon now known as the Cheshire Marathon is uh, is coming mm-hmm. up. And we know there's a few uh, listeners on the start list. Some listeners looking in really good shape. A lot of people who are chomping to race. So. We're um, we're hoping to line up Michael Harrington, the race director, next week to join us and talk about that, which is which is cool. It's the first uh, the first of the proper marathons coming back, and I understand they've got a pretty tasty field. They've got uh, some Northern Irish, I believe, and uh, some Spanish runners coming over to do um, to, to on, the, on the Spanish side. They might be using it as a as a qualification for their Olympic team potentially, or at least an opportunity to run a time. So really interested to to hear from Michael next week and see um, exactly the down the, the details on that. Um, yeah, so just dial in for that. But otherwise, yeah. Kyle, I've got no news, mate. No news. Well, the only other thing I was going to mention about you know upcoming races is there. Uh, you know, we we talked. Uh, you know, I talked to Big Game about getting the the Centurion Track Hundred, and that's on the same weekend as well. Um, and and you know I don't know if there's going to be any Scots running it because of all the the um, restrictions and things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, personally, I I didn't want to train for it because I didn't think I would be able to go, and I'm glad I didn't because I'm not you know I'm uh, yeah I, you know I think if I was in shape now and there was no race, I'd be kicking off because I've spent all this time training and not really getting any fruits of my labor. But anyway, that's in two weeks' time. And hopefully if there's any listeners who are going down and they want to, you know, let us know, that'd be great to hear. Cause yeah, we want to obviously keep you guys uh, you know, keep keep the listeners informed about what's actually happening in the world of running from a certainly from a Scottish standpoint as well. So uh anyway, so that yeah, that's that's that side of things. And um I don't know what else to talk about, Tommy. Eh? Anything else we've we maybe we haven't mentioned, or you know, we've we've got one element. I'm I'm aware you've got two minutes for, to, to your Zoom call. We were going to chat about the Olympic selection policy. So uh, let's but, well, let's hold that to next week because let's uh, hold that that's, to next week. I think yeah. that's a bit of a dive. But what we could do is, I was going to say, TRS run of the week. What do you think? Well, let's give it to Cameron and Sophia this this, this weekend. There's bugger all happening at the weekend, don't we? So. We, we, let's uh, or or if there's anyone else you've got in your 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 uh, your thoughts there, Tommy. No, nope, um, I've got nobody on my thoughts. Um, is no there any, any any uh, you know FKTs that took place or anything? I don't like think that? so. I, I don't think so. It was a really slow week, I think, athletics-wise last week. So I was, um, perhaps I'm I'm missing something. But listeners, one thing what we haven't got, you've had to put up with me doing it for the last few weeks is rants. So let's get some rants back. You must have a rant about yeah. something. Are you ranting about the bloody the, the Scottish government not letting us race? What are you wanting to rant about? Drop us a line on 
tartanrunningshorts at gmail.com. Uh, hit us up on Facebook, Tartan Running Shorts. Instagram's Tartan Running Shorts. And Twitter is at Tartan Shorts. Let us know your rants. Uh, let us know which interviews you, interviewees you'd like to hear from. We're, we're trying to plan out our next few months. So let us know who you'd like to hear from there. And as Kyle always says, please review us. We hugely appreciate that. It helps us um, try and seek support for the show in terms of sponsors. It boosts our profile in terms of getting uh, more uh, higher profile athletes to join us. So really, really appreciate it. And you can do that either on iTunes or whatever app store you, you listen to the podcast on. We're, we're bang on time for once, eh? So let's uh, let's give you Ali McIver's TRS version of Money Heist. Take it away.